0: and i'm your host carl hikara and uh this is episode number 35 and this week on the podcast my uh friend uh joe salino is joining us on for first of a two-part kind of conversation um well you know conversation split up but uh we had to cut it a little shorter uh because we started a little late when we did this episode so um There was, we didn't hit upon a lot of stuff that we wanted to talk about, so, um, he's going to be back on. We're going to be recording that here soon, and, um, that'll be on, uh, next month. So, yeah, so Joe came on, and, um, Joe works in, um, the New York, um, New York, uh, film industry. So we talked a little bit about that. Talked about the Batman, um, Danzig, and, uh, a lot mo- well, well, vast majority of this conversation is about um is about uh horror movies, so uh, all kinds of you know mostly movies maybe we' we'll touch upon you know like so we talk about Danzig maybe a few other things about music, but um primarily it's about movies, so the next time he comes on, we're gonna get more into particularly satanism and occultism and um and uh and black metal. I think that's going to be the the main focus of this next uh, time he's on, particularly getting into talking about Satanism and stuff, as he and I are both, uh, you know, very uh, outwardly uh, satanic people. So I think uh, it would be very nice to have that kind of conversation, which we don't, which I haven't really had too much. I mean, I, I mean, me and Ralph talked some about uh, Satanism and whatnot. But it's not something that uh, has come up as often with the podcast as you'd expect, so I want to kind of get into it. Why not? So that's going to happen on the next time he's on. But yeah, it was a great conversation. It was great getting to talk to him. He and I have been friends on uh, on the internet, you know, talking on uh, Instagram and stuff for uh, quite a while now, like years. So, uh, you know, this is the first time we actually uh, spoke face-to-face, which was awesome, so um definitely looking forward to talking to him uh tomorrow when we do the next episode but yeah so that's what's going on uh this week um next week i have uh jacob Kerwin from the band all hell uh which is a great conversation um very wide-ranging one talking about all kinds of stuff weird fiction and like just a lot of stuff and um all hell is about to release the new EP, so the episode will be coming out I think just a little bit before the EP comes out. So uh definitely uh look forward to that one. The other news in uh Soulnox world, which I need to announce, is that I am uh, launching a Patreon. So officially as of when this episode goes up on Sunday, the Patreon will I'm gonna start pushing or not pushing, but you know, sharing the Patreon, making sure everybody knows about it. Uh it's patreon dot com forward slash soul knocks podcast. And um I think the uh the amount will be like two dollars a month for a minimum of two to four episodes. Uh that's what I decided on because uh yeah. If it ends up being where I'm like consistently doing more episodes I might raise the uh raise the amount just a little bit but I think I'll start off with $2 a month and, um, at least two to four, maybe probably averaging around three episodes a month, but you know, minimum of two, uh, what is going to be on those episodes is going to be, uh, uh, I think I'm going to do one episode a month. That'll be kind of, uh, kind of me talking about, you know, whatever I've been watching, reading, etc. in the, in the past previous month. So we'll do that once a month. Um, and then, uh, going to definitely do a monthly uh the other thing i really want to do is a show about the occult uh so i'm going to do a series talking by myself or with other people about various things regarding the occult satanism uh concepts within it like very more in depth um in a way that uh yeah i'm hoping that um you know people are interested in that kind of stuff you know join the patreon we're definitely going to be hitting more upon the occult and esoteric subjects on the mainstream as well but i figure i you know i don't uh, i think that's better to put like the more nitty-gritty um type of stuff onto the patreon for the type of crowd that actually will be interested in that as those kinds of episodes don't tend you know i don't know if I've, i feel like you know those are the kind of ones that um uh, you know, certain people will want to hear. And so that's where it's going to go. Um, and then of course, if I got like, um, bigger like, interviews of people in the esoteric world or, you know, good, like uh, conversation of somebody, we'll throw it up on the mainstream, but you know, and then, uh, you know, a few other ideas for series, uh, to do by myself or with, uh, some of the horsemen or my friends, um, including like maybe, uh, kind of, going over some important albums for me, like a classic album type of episode, you know, maybe uh, stuff like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll be cool. Um, You know, my goal is to uh, try to just help uh, make back the money that I'm spending on the podcast and uh, and using that to also help fund the ability to start up the uh, Conan Robert Howard podcast as well. And so, yeah, I may, yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. And, and, um, you know, if I can fund back the money that I'm spending on podcasts and I can invest some, uh, if I'm making more than that, I can invest it into the podcast, get some better gear and that kind of stuff, which would be really nice. Cause I really want to get a new interface and, um, some things like that. And, uh, so yeah, need to get some new interface and, uh, some new, uh, mic cords and different things like that. So, uh, it'd be nice to be able to, to kind of fund all of that and uh, give everybody some extra content and um, also give me a chance to talk about some other stuff as well. Um, and uh, do, you know, have like this other type of format going on on the Patreon. So, uh, yeah, because, yeah, I'm like almost two months ahead on the Rager feed and I want to keep it that way. So they'll give me more freedom to do stuff with the Patreon. So. That's what's going on. Um, so I hope, hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Before we get into it, I'm going to shout out the horsemen of the podcast Apocalypse. So every other Monday you have Brandon Legion with Horror Wolf 666 On Tuesdays you have Jackie Smith with Into the Necrosphere. On Wednesdays you got Mike Hill with Everything Went Black. Thursdays you have necromaniacs with Mike Hill, mike scandado and jeff kasheed and then our kind of unofficial horse well and then fridays we got um uh break the apocalypse with john draper which um and then uh kind of unofficial horseman that gets on uh that comes out of periodical times is uh iblis manifestations of cheyenne of Trivax. And, uh, yep. And you can also uh, follow everybody on, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, all that kind of stuff. You can follow me on all those, um, um, on Instagram. You can follow me at Carl Icarra, K A R L H A I K A R A, or Denver Underground Radio. And on Denver Underground Radio, um, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Sorry, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, we have uh, shows from 9 uh, p.m. to 12 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesdays, we have Darklands, which is my show, which is primarily black metal, dark ambient, death metal, that kind of stuff. Thursdays, there's the upstairs room, which I do with my friend Ken, and uh, the upstairs room is... Um, Primarily like post-punk, synth-pop, um, dark wave, goth rock, all this kinds of stuff. And Friday's is Ken's solo show called Deviation, which is you know pretty similar to the uh, stuff that he does for uh, for the upstairs room. But you know he mixes it up. Sometimes he does rap and hip-hop episodes and different stuff. So. Check all those out. Uh, go on the website. You can see all the scheduling and stuff. Eventually, I'm going to have uh, stuff linked up for the podcast as well on there. And um, on our Instagram, you can see all of our set lists for every, all our episodes. And in our stories, you can uh, find this uh, Spotify playlist. So you can always go and listen to the Spotify playlist of the shows that we pick. So check it all out. Um, using Denver Underground Radio is the hub for the podcast, and everything as well. So, um, yeah, go go and follow there as well. All right, so we're going to get into the episode of Joe. Um, and um, to, before I get into it, I'm going to play uh, one of both of our favorite black metal bands of all time, which is Funeral Mist, and I'm going to start off with The Devil's Emissary from Devilry. Uh, thank you for listening. Hail Satan. First of all, I just want to say uh, it's cool to finally get to talk to you like uh, kind of semi in person like this because we've been we've been talking like on on the internet for like years now. So
1: <laughs> yeah, man, ditto. I'm glad I'm finally starting to talk to you too. I'm honored.
0: Yeah, I'm coming.
1: You and I have a lot of the same things in common, so it's it's an honor, Carl. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, thanks, man. Thanks, there coming coming on talking. Yeah, I mean, we definitely like a lot of a lot of the same stuff, so. Yeah, dude, no, we
1: definitely do. Yeah. And yeah, I'm very honored. The
0: um yeah, we were just talking before I started recording that new screen, but I haven't I haven't seen it yet, so I'm hoping I'm gonna try uh, to go see it at some point soon, so
1: Right. Yeah, um, Yeah. me too. I mean I'm not sure if you have PlayStation 4, but I was playing the Resident Evil 4 uh remake demo earlier today and holy shit dude it's really fucking good i mean it's not a full game but it the demo was really 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 good i mean it's just the first part of the
0: is it like the the village like because i played i played the original version of resident evil 4 on the ps2 um i, I actually like Got to a point in the game where I got stuck, where I couldn't go further because I didn't have the right thing to defeat a net, defeat this enemy, and I didn't have a save further back. Like I fucked up my saves and stuff, so I, was, <laughs> I, I never finished Resident Evil Four because like I gave up. I got frustrated at a certain point. So, but I played, really? I played like the first like three fourths of the game or something like that. Huh. Yeah. So was... where
1: like? Did you like fi- like stop playing it at like the castle or something?
0: It was at some point in the castle. There was this um, um, there was this enemy that like I just didn't have the weapon like a pro like a good weapon to kill it. I don't remember which one it was. It was like one it was of those
1: blind in... enemy with the claws and shit. Yeah, that one. Oh and yeah, the... okay.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's blind with the claws, and um, I just fucked up. Like I was playing with my ex, and we like fucked up our game basically by like not having like enough like a, the right weapon or i forget now it was like something where we couldn't go back and we couldn't go forward you know what i mean like okay we didn't have enough ammo to kill or something i don't remember what it was but we just weren't able to kill this thing and i got frustrated i was already kind of frustrated with that game like the only reason we got that far is 'cause because my ex was like you know more determined than i was like Right, because I got because I found I found original Resident Evil Four slightly frustrating to play at times, but it's still cool. I mean, I mean, just even like that first like um
1: uh-huh. you're in
0: the village and you're trying to protect that girl and you have to like kill all the things <laughs> in that house. Like, man, that that thing alone is fucking so annoying. <laughs>
1: right? No, I get it. I get it. I get it.
0: But I mean, the the world in Resident Evil Four is fucking cool, and I can imagine that. I mean, the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes anyways were basically done in the style of the original Resident Evil 4, so I'm sure that them redoing Resident Evil hmm. 4 like, makes sense, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah, no, the 4 remake, I mean, it was only just the opening of the village, but I enjoyed it a lot. Resident Evil 4 was, for the longest time, one of my favorite, probably... I mean, it's the only game I've beaten more than once. Is it the only game I've beaten more than once? I'm trying to think. I've beaten it a bunch of times, and then... Yeah, no. I I enjoyed it playing it earlier today. I mean, it's still pretty hard, but I enjoyed it. Did they keep the gameplay kind of the same? Yeah, no. They definitely keep a lot of the gameplay a lot of the same, except the thing that... They've kind of changed was like the Resident Evil, like remake from like 2001 or 2002. You could parry with a knife, or you know, the knife is a defensive weapon. So if an enemy grabs you, you can stab the enemy with it, right? Yeah, and then it's also way more serious than the original remake was. I mean, it should be really good. I mean, I really enjoyed. I mean, every, like, the past couple of games, Capcom have done a, a demo of, like, the Resin- Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil 7. I'm trying to think of the two remake. Was that the last three games they've done? Like, um, I've enjoyed yeah. all the, all the, all, everything they've done recently.
0: Yeah, what it was, um, Resident Evil 8, like, the, the village. And then there was, um, the Resident Evil 3 remake and Resident Evil 2 remake. And then before that was Res- Resident Evil 7. So. That sounds
1: about right, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I played all of them. I played. I, played uh, um... I don't think. Uh, yeah. If you look, so yeah, that's my TV right there. You can see my PlayStation Four right there. Yeah, I want to get a PlayStation Five because apparently the Dead Space remake is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I've heard. My friend got a PlayStation Five, and he said the best thing about it was that they uh, downloads games like way faster.
1: Wow. Yeah, I've heard that too.
0: But yeah. Uh the um i don't know i need
1: to
0: i'm like uh i'm like very behind on video games i have a i have a playstation 2
1: (laughs) oh really you don't have even a playstation 4 i'm surprised
0: no no i I played um my one of my old roommates was really into like horror games and stuff and had like playstation 4 and xbox and all that stuff and so i played a lot of newer games with him and um but uh yeah i never got around i haven't gotten around to buying a like a, a four. I'm planning on my my friend who got the PlayStation 5. I'm going to buy his PlayStation 4 from
1: him. So that will happen. Yeah. I mean, if I'm on the Penguin this week, which I should be, I think I'm there tomorrow, then Wednesday, Thursday, if I book it there on St. Patrick's Day, or even that, if I'm even there like a few days the week after St. Patrick's Day, I really do want to get. A PlayStation 5, it's been kind of my go to goal because, yeah, no, one, yeah, I really need to get the Dead Space remake, and two, I guess now I really need to get Resident Evil 4. Like, the remake fucking drain my PlayStation 4, I only, it's only like 20 minutes, and
0: yeah, the um, yeah, probably need to get the PlayStation 5 to like r- run it properly.
1: Yeah, no, you definitely do. I'm not sure if you're a God of War fan, but. God of War Ragnarok, because, yeah, I played that when it came out a few months ago, and it really fucking drained my PlayStation 4. It shouldn't have done it that way. But yeah, it did, even though it was cross-gen. It was really annoying.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the problem is that the ones that are 5, but they're doing it cross-gen, is probably, it's not probably properly set up for the 4 anymore. You know what I mean? Like, No, not really. Yeah. The... um. Yeah, I mean that's hard. that's the thing. Like, part of me is just thinking like, maybe I should just get a PlayStation Five instead of a four. not anyways, but we'll see. The um, I do like the idea of being able to download games like much faster because I know the PlayStation Four sometimes they take fucking forever.
1: Yeah, they do. When you know, of course, the Silent Hill Two remake is also coming out for the PlayStation Five, and only for the PlayStation Five, I think. Yeah. Later in the year, I think. I They haven't released an actual date for it yet, but I know you and I both like Silent Hill, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because I'm actually, um, I mean, I own a PlayStation. I own a Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation 2. Um, that's a big reason why I bought a PlayStation 2 so I could play the old Silent Hill games. Right. Other games, I mean, because I have original Resident Evil 2 as well for, on PlayStation 1 and stuff. Like, I have a bunch of playstation one or two games and um like this i was really hoping f- more for a game that would be like you know how that resident evil one re mm-hmm. was where it kept the game the same but just made the graphics better
1: you know yeah yeah, yeah. Well, the game you when they came out like a years later from like the playstation store crap right
0: yeah like you can get it um you can get it usually bundled with uh sound um resident evil origins or whatever
1: resident evil zero yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 yeah.
0: um but it's like the resident evil one kind of remaster i guess you could say uh yeah. and i really like that because it's like you kind of keep the gameplay the same mm-hmm. It's the same game it's just like um the cast has knocked shit over but it's just like um but it's got like much, it's got like great graphics, you know? And I was kind of hoping that for SoundHill too. Oh, Sound it
1: really has really great graphics, yeah. Yeah,
0: I was more than like, um, because for me, like, I'll be honest, like, I think Sound SoundHill um, as a series, I mean, started kind of going downhill when they switched to like this standard issue third person, like behind the, you know, uh-huh. like the that kind of camera. Because I feel like part of what makes... The original, like, four games, like, so great is the kind of cinematic quality that the camera has, where it's like roving and you know what I mean? Well,
1: yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. So, and, but that was like after what? So, trying to think two, three, I mean, and two or three are still kind of I like that, right? So, like, after like, I I guess,
0: well, um, actually, no, it's all the way up to Origins, so Silent Hill 4. Had the first person when you're in the apartment, and then it was like the roving the room, right? Yeah, the room, and then not
1: it, like the Tommy Wiseau movie, but yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then you had like the roving camera, like when you're in the world. Okay. Um, and then uh, Soundhole uh, Origins. Um, okay. Was also like a standard, like it was like the noir, like the third person, like kind of cinematic camera okay switch to the standard like behind the shoulder one on homecoming
1: okay no i've never played that one i played two three and yeah then the fourth one back in the day many 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 years ago back when i was in high school and right i think everything after that I man i vaguely remember when homecoming came out i don't know why i never played it I just remember a lot of people saying it wasn't very good and then yeah
0: yeah I never, never played it all the way through. Like, um, it's not, it's not terrible, but, um, yeah, I kinda, I'm kind of just kind of a little bit skeptical of this remake in the sense that, um, like, of course they're, they're doing like the behind the shoulder, like third person camera, like, you know, like Resident Evil four. Yeah. like Resident Evil four. And, um, and I think that camera worked for Resident Evil Four in the sense that those games are already a little bit closer to like action games, anyways. Yeah, where no, of,
1: they definitely are.
0: Whereas Silent Hill, like, I really do think that a big part of the art of the games was the camera, the roving kind of camera that feels like you're almost like some benevolent spirit, like watching the the person playing the game. You know what I mean? Like, right? <laughs> like, it added like right. an extra layer to it, and so, um. Yeah, right. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little. I mean, granted, I mean, I have the original game. I can just play that. Um, but you know, like, I just was like, hope I was hoping that maybe we just get like kind of a proper like remaster of the original game. You know what I mean?
1: Right. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I've been hearing good things about the remake. I'm pretty. I've heard it's pretty much almost identical to the original game. Just they changed the. Camera angle. So let's see.
0: Would be cool? If, uh, well, it would be cool if what they did was something where you could switch it. So you had like you could play it either from behind the shoulder, or do like, or have like a mode where you can play it like the original camera. Uh-huh. I think that would be kind of cool if, a game,
1: if they did that. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I
0: really love like uh, a proper just remaster of Sound Hill One, though. Like that's really what I want because. Sound i'm hill surprised 1. i haven't done that yet yeah because i don't want them to fuck with the gameplay mechanics of sound hill one because it's like a perfect game but like you know it'd be cool to have the graphics kind of like updated a little bit and also it's a very expensive game to buy now
1: well, yeah like, it is it's really weird but well, yeah it is
0: well it was real weird because literally like i think it was like i was looking at to I was thinking about buying it as like 2018 or no two, end of 2019 I was like okay I was okay and I was like okay I can find Sound Hill one for like 50 bucks and literally about six months later in 2020 I was gonna buy it and it was like fucking $200 like it literally went up in like the space of like six months yeah that's crazy price yeah I don't know what the fuck's going on with that like why all of a sudden like basically like within a year it's like tripled in price or quadrupled in price it's so weird man that is crazy i was like pretty upset about it because i was like man i wanted to get this fucking game and it is it annoying it's like the i had actually ordered sound hill like a years ago for like 30 dollars, you know like 10 right. years ago and it got lost in the mail so it's like it's like the universe is just trying to like keep me from owning sound hill for some reason but I, yeah no
1: that's crazy
0: my friend that, that i was saying about the uh, my roommate and he and i did the um episode about sound hill on the podcast. Um, he and I have played it. He owned us it, so when he was living here, we played it through, like, three times.
1: <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Ugh, I haven't played that game since it came out. And that was, yeah, many years ago. What, came out, 99, I think? Yeah, 99. First one? Yeah. I was Long like, hey. yeah, it's a while ago. It's like, hey. a great game, though. Oh, it's so fucking good. I've been Silent Hill 2 and 3, but again, not... Not in a while, but I definitely remember playing my first one. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't realize it was that fucking expensive. I guess they probably haven't reissued it enough. I mean, it's also a PlayStation 1 game, so... I guess that makes sense, but that's still kind of fucked up.
0: I just don't understand why it would go from $50 to $200 in the space of, like, a year.
1: (laughs) No, I don't understand that either. It's
0: weird. I'm just keeping my eyes open on, like, eBay for
1: hoping to figure out a
0: see if i see a deal on it or something you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah no keep your eyes open on ebay i mean i'm sure you probably also know the trick by now but even type it phonetically and see like if you misspell it slightly oh yeah that's a good idea because sometimes like things on ebay like if you spell them phonetically and not how they're actually spelled you'll probably find them for a lot cheaper i'm not sure if it'll be true with that game but usually that does work with ebay just yeah type it phonetically and then just you'll have to play the waiting game a little bit it might not it won't be tomorrow maybe in a month or so but then yeah you should get it hmm like hopefully in a couple of months it's not gonna be yeah tomorrow but it should <laughs> be soon ish yeah hypothetically
0: you have to like um I need to, I need to like check on it more often for it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cause I'd like to, I'd like to have, I mean, I have PS2, I can play it. So, you know, and it's right. like, I just, I need to get that. And then I have the room like Soundhill 4. I have that for Xbox, like the original Xbox, but I need to get a oh, bigger shit. version of it. <laughs> but I need All to right. see what's cheaper to do to buy like an old Xbox or to, um, or to buy the game on PlayStation 2. Because it might be just cheaper for me to buy an Xbox. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I don't think an original Xbox should be that expensive at this point. But I've never had an Xbox. I've only had like a PlayStation since I was like 8. I'm 32 now. Don't tell anybody I told you that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got
0: a... I, won, I owned an Xbox um, years ago because I bought one for like 50 bucks at a store they had this um used record store and they sold used games and stuff to you and they had a fucking xbox original xbox you know it was like 50 dollars, so i picked it up and then um, my ex ended up with it and so uh but i never um and you can get a 360 plays xbox games as well but
1: right yeah that's what my brother always told
0: me yeah but, um, you know, if I could find an Xbox for 50 bucks, you know, I don't know if there's that that cheap still, but I don't think anybody really wants them. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, not really.
1: I mean, you know, there's they no... all get updated to high L, so you should probably be OK, I think.
0: Yeah, I think like the PlayStation 2 is a little bit more in demand, you know, because you can't play yeah. PlayStation 2 games on the three or four, you know.
1: But No, not really, unless they had the PlayStation Store download, which is kind of shitty, because I think, what, PlayStation 5 is the first one in, like, what, three gens of PlayStation games that's backwards compatible, and this is also coming from a guy that really wants to buy one later in the week, which I probably will, as I told (laughs) you, for the Dead Space remake. Yeah. Because the Dead Space remake is fucking awesome. Yeah, Dead Space is a pretty sick game. Yeah, no, dude, apparently the remake is better than the original. I mean, it looks like, I don't know how much they changed it, but apparently it's way better than the the original game. I mean, the creators' other spinoff game, the Callisto Protocol, I do have on my PlayStation 4. uh, I don't really like it. I mean, it's okay. I like how challenging it is, and I like how gory it is, but it's just not good. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one, so. Yeah. Like, I hate complaining about it, because, but, meh. I don't know, man. Maybe it plays better on the PlayStation 5, but, meh. Like, I don't think... Like I like, I like, I like survival horror games, and I like, yeah, how challenging it is. It's really gory. But, one, I don't like the story. Two, I don't like the character. And, I don't know. Like, I kind of like complaining about it, but, meh.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, those are things that aren't going to be different if you, um... Play it on a different console because it's like inherent to the game you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no <laughs> the Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No.
1: yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah you're saying so you're working on the penguin show that i'm hope that's good
1: oh well yeah. so i mean don't tell anybody i told you any of us and i know you're recording it but so the penguin oh, yeah have you,
0: you, yeah, oh. have you do I should, should we not talk about that? Because you should probably. Uh,
1: we could. I mean, because
0: it's go out to the public. So I don't know what you can say.
1: Well, so. uh, So the first episode, the first minutes of the first episode takes place immediately after the TV show ends, you know, when Riddler floods Gotham
0: and yep. then I
1: don't know too much about the last episode, but one I do know. The last episode does have Robert Pattinson's Batman in it, and it'll pick up where the Batman Part Two picks up. It's definitely R rated. It's basically a like Goodfellas or The Sopranos with Colin Farrell's Penguin in it. Sick. It's. I mean, I feel bad for him because he's wearing like four plus hours of makeup every day in a fat suit. So whenever <laughs> yeah. we do with him, like we have like. When I first got the job, we were on the stage. This was like about two weeks ago. And I'm like, Oh man, it's so fucking cold on the stage. Is everything okay? And it's because how fucking hot he is in the fucking fat suit and the penguin makeup, and because it'll belt if it's not like 30 degrees or lower. Right. Yeah. That's... I think I mean, I think it'll be really good. I mean, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my time there. I think I should be there more or less the full run because So, like, eight years ago, the Best Boy Electric remembered me when I still was a PA, back when I started out in the New York City film industry. And he told me, even on, like, Thursday, he'll keep me until he can't keep me. So, I'm there tomorrow. We're supposed to get a snowstorm in New York City tomorrow, but I'll probably wrap by the time the snow starts. And then, I think I'm there again? Wednesday and Thursday, dude? So, let's see. I mean... I'm glad I toughed it out, man. Minimum wage for as long as I did, and I'm also glad that he liked me. No, it's definitely gonna be good. I mean, so like Tuesday, we did a scene where, like, his protege dr- drives a car in an Italian restaurant and kills everybody in it. We did everything up until that point, so it's definitely gonna be really good. Oh yeah, how long? How long
0: have you worked in like the like year? Your... In the New York film industry, because like you've been do you do like stuff like technical stuff right now, right? Or
1: yeah, I do. Ten years, probably. Ten years. Like when I graduated from college, around yeah, about ten years from now. I yeah, ten years next month, I think. So like June two thousand, yeah, June two thousand fourteen, I think. I just gave away how old I am too, but yeah, no, (laughs) it's been about. It's been about. It's been about. 10 years and yeah production is a wonderful and crazy place
0: because you probably do a lot of uh, TV shows and stuff in New York I'd imagine right
1: so yes oh so, no I definitely do I've done so many Law and orders so many diff- dick wolf shows I man I wish wish I've done more jobs that I would actually friggin watch but I mean I really wanted A penguin job, and ironically, like the day before I got the job, I told my mother and my father, "I'm like, yeah, watch this. My next big job is going to be the penguin show and that's exactly what happened." (laughs)
0: Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I definitely that's one I'm gonna try to watch because I fucking love the Batman. Like, I thought that was like the best. Like, in my opinion, the Batman is like the best Batman movie so far.
1: Oh no, it is. I mean, it's actually about the Batman yeah it's really good aesthetically i
0: like i like how it was like a horror movie kind of you know
1: yeah no dude it's really fucking good
0: reminded me of um there's this uh if you i don't know how much like batman comics you've read but uh there was a series called dark knight which came out a little while ago and they did like um you can get the graphic novels and uh they did uh Like a series about like Scarecrow and one about the Riddler and one about Clayface. Who wrote
1: uh, it? I probably do. I mean, I love Batman. I'll
0: have to look It's over on my thing. Um, Let me go one second.
1: Yeah, no, no, no problem. But it was relatively recent, right?
0: all right yeah so it's um this series uh, i don't know if you can see but it's um yeah i can see it it's written by um greg herwitz i think in uh yeah i think it's the writer david finch is the artist i think let me double check okay yeah and um yeah it's called dark Knight. it was part of new 52 it's one of my favorite runs for batman like um this one is called cycle of violence and it has scarecrow and it's literally like it's kind of like how the batman is where it's like a horror movie version of scarecrow like in this one like scarecrow like fucking seal like to make himself more scary like sewed his like lips shut basically <laughs> like and uh he um it really uh-huh. goes into like his origins and stuff like that of like being trauma traumatized by his father and all those kinds of stuff and it's really dark. Okay, I
1: don't love it. I've just never read it. Man, yeah, that sounds awesome. David Finn is great, so Yeah. The artwork I'm is surprised great. I never read it. Yeah,
0: definitely recommend that. I think there was the first one was like it was um not quite as good. It was okay. It kind of set up the series, but then yeah, this one was great and then they did one with Mad Hatter, which is really good. Okay. And um I think then there was one with uh, with Clayface, and I forget I forget if there was any others, but yeah. And so for me, like that that series kind of reminded me a lot of the tone of the movie, where it's like here's like right. a horror movie version of Riddler. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure you could probably tell, but even with like the Christopher Dolan The Dark Knight, both all those movies narrowly missed being R-rated. They just they cut a lot of the. Worst shit out so it would be pg-13 but you could probably tell that there's like worse shit that's on the cutting floor that they did cut out
0: yeah yeah because i think um like the dark knight in particular was a pretty dark you know that's that was my that's from like, my favorite other movies for batman was the original batman and michael keaton and then um that dark knight like i thought those are right and batman returns was pretty good too but um yeah it is good this one this newest one it really just capped for me personally it captured what i want to see from a batman movie where it has the dark gothic like um right. menacing horror movie feel like that's what i want from batman you know what i mean like i don't
1: right no i get it
0: yeah and uh and then and like i thought it was interesting too because i'm like i kind of feel like the um Way that they portrayed Bruce Wayne was interesting because there is a way that you can see in the movie that he obviously feels more comfortable being Batman than being Bruce Wayne. Right. I want, yeah. I wonder yeah. if like in the next movie they're going to have him kind of construct like it. because in the comics it's almost like Bruce Wayne is like the construction, like the pretend, and he's himself yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. Batman. So I'm wondering, and that's why he can, he kind of creates this kind of persona. Bruce Wayne is this like playboy. I wonder if that's what they're going to show in the next movie, like him kind of creating this, like, Bruce Wayne persona. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah, no, I know, dude. I, uh, let's see. I mean, let's definitely see. I wish Robert Pattinson's Batman was actually in the Penguin pre... I mean, what I was going to with. So, I mean, I can tell you right now, what I know with the TV show is we're block shooting a lot. Like, So, yeah. I, I think
0: I don't think definitely don't say anything you're not, not supposed to
1: <laughs> No, 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 no man he's definitely not going to be in anything until the last episode Unless I read anything wrong But we're also just block shooting Like, so Wednesday we shot something that's going to be in the first episode Well, the third episode But the big stunt we're probably not going to do Until the second block Which is at the end of April I think And then the rest I don't, I don't exactly know. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if you watched the HBO show Gilded Age, but it's a lot of the same crew as that. When they also block shot a lot of it, yeah. And then, also apparently, yeah, the new Joker is also coming to New York City by the end of the month. But yeah, I think it's gonna be by the end of the month. So if I do get released from this job for my union. Maybe I'll do that because I would like to do it just to say I did. It. All right. It'd be the, kind of... the, um,
0: yeah a new Joker movie.
1: Yeah, Joker. Folly I do. I mean, they're sure to get in LA right now. I don't know if it's really a musical or if it isn't, but I guess <laughs> we'll see. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm like kind of like I'm like wondering about that. I mean, I liked the Joker a lot. So I mean, yeah, I liked it a lot too. Good. I felt like it was setting up a character, you know. Like it felt when you got to the end of the Joker. I felt like, yeah, it needs. It could it actually is one that could use a sequel. I just hope that they do do good with it, you know.
1: Right. No. 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 I agree. I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. I see all your Danzig posters in the back.
1: Yes. Now here. Yeah. I know. So yeah. That's sick. That's I yeah, I got them. I think Rob Ravenous did them. If you know who he is, and yeah, I have two miss posters in the back. Then I have, I'm not sure if you're a God of War fan, but right there I have Kratos fighting Thanos. I have a few statues right there. I have more, in actually, my room, if you see that like little black hole right there, that's actually mine. <laughs> yeah, right see. there is my roommate's room, but he's apparently not gonna be my roommate for that much longer. It's taking him about three months to move out and he still hasn't entirely moved out
0: but <laughs> yeah but yeah those posters are sick like uh i really like the the, the like succubus one <laughs> or i guess there's like yeah. two kind of succubus ones that they're both like sick i have like the um you know that one uh simon bisley illustrated like lyric book
1: that, no um, i don't have that one i know what you were talking about but no i don't have it
0: yeah, I got that uh, one of the times I saw Danzig because um, it's been a few times ago now, but I there was one of the times that I saw Danzig and he had, they had that like lyric book with Sam Bisley did like the illustrations to and it had like lyrics from like, it was primarily Misfits and Sam Hain era, but uh, it was, it's pretty sick. Like, cool, you know, That's awesome. I love Sam, Sam Bisley's like artwork of like the, like, that he does, you know, he does a lot of stuff for Veronica, but it's like, you know all the women are yeah. like double
1: f's and stuff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no he's great yes yeah, i'm busy is fucking great man that's awesome no i don't have that yeah like you i'm a big Danzig fan too but no i don't yeah. have that
0: yeah this uh I, I have that and i have like one Veronica comic but i don't really have uh one. something i haven't really gotten to is collecting his actual the comics themselves you know but I have a couple of them. I haven't
1: bought them in a while because a lot of them aren't very good. Try to think.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with with the Verotica comics is that they don't make any sense.
1: No, they don't. They
0: really and, don't. I mean, artwork is sometimes kind of cool, but like they make even less sense than Chaos Comics. You know what I mean? Like,
1: no, no, no. They they really don't. They, when like Hard Fisher, I'm not sure if you know who he is, but he was the original editor of Verotica. Like, he did the jeffrey dahmer comic in like the 90s and he pretty much got like canceled from everything uh-huh. like when he was still editing Verotica, they were good but then he left after the fourth issue which is what i still have then after that it was just glenn editing it and i don't mean that talk talk on your show but no they don't make any sense and glenn doesn't know how to write
0: yeah i mean i i'm glenn danzig is my favorite musical artist but I can acknowledge his faults, you know what I mean. And uh,
1: no, comic book author is
0: not his, not his, not his forte. I don't feel like. No,
1: I, know. I mean he's one of my favorites too. I mean because he's also from Jersey. I mean I'm yeah. from Jersey too. So
0: yeah, exactly. Like I fucking, I like Danzig's my favorite artist, but like it's just like the com. You know, it's kind of like the comics and his movies are the two things where it's like I want to like them because I like Danzig. Oh, so you've
1: seen both his movies then?
0: i well, i have i've tried to <laughs> i've never been able to watch the whole erotic I got like, oh, got, like so
1: bad.
0: i like i couldn't even make it through the first segment i was just like what the fuck is going on like this lady's got like eyeballs in her tits <laughs>
1: I was just oh, like... it's so bad that's the girl he's dating too which is really funny was that yeah, no, the girl with the eyeballs in her tits, he's apparently, or he was at least dating as of like a year or two ago, which, because I think she's in like Death Rider 2 or whatever the second one is called. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I was, I was just real confused with what was going on in that one. And, um, yeah, it's pretty bad. I didn't really continue. I mean, I, at some point, I'm going to like force myself to sit through the rest of it just to do it, just to say I did, but
1: it's really bad, dude. I yeah. mean, I didn't even think this day and age. You could still do a movie where you would see, mm, like, crew members in the shot, and you could see like lights still in the shot. I'm like, ah, we're, it's like 2020. You, <laughs> we shouldn't do with that anymore. I, and there's literally scenes in the third one, oh hey, hi, I'm in the shot, and he's like directly in the shot behind like a 9K or whatever the <laughs> light works. And I'm like, you didn't <laughs> color correct it. I'm like, you didn't color correct it, and just or you know like like after effects them and get them the fuck out. No, be still like, oh yeah. The audience won't want to Death Rider was a little bit better. It's still terrible, but eh yeah, no, but there wasn't anything as stupid as his first movie.
0: So so it was like slightly uh slightly better <laughs> than the first one.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's definitely slightly better. I mean I am tempted to say I probably enjoyed it, but mm, no
0: not hundred no. percent. Yeah. You're like you're like it's slightly less less bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's slightly less terrible. At least it feels better made than Veronica does. I mean, you could probably sit through it and watch the whole thing. I saw both of them in theaters because I yeah, you know, his assistant that came out with Veronica, I used to know. And and he got me free tickets for when it came out. Yeah, like two thousand nineteen, I think yeah what that? that sounds about right i think it was yeah
0: yeah I, tr- I tried i tried watching it on shutter at some point i am going to try to sit through the rest of it just just because you know just right. to see how te- how bad it is but um yeah i i, I could have gone to see the second one but um but i didn't because i didn't i was like i don't wanna i didn't because i thought it would be like just unbearable you know so like i'll have to actually maybe nah, give it it's, a watch it's
1: a little bit better i mean it's still not very good but i mean it's better
0: right the um yeah i, I mean unfortunately i think he's making another movie so i oh, guess no, is he? yeah I, I just hope that uh it's kind of annoying i just wish that he would like make some more music because i did like his last album i didn't like his covers albums he's done but i did yeah, like it
1: um, was pretty good
0: yeah i like buckley and crown i like to. i'd like it if he did some more albums like you know like do what he's best at but
1: right no, no no i agree man i wish he would actually get i mean i don't know what happened to him and rick rubin why the hell is rick rubin not producing anything he's done lately? or like if you would ever get back with the original danzig lineup that would be fucking awesome
0: i mean he has like a pretty sick lineup but nowadays though with um what's his, the guy from um Prong and stuff on guitar and Tommy, yeah, Tommy
1: Victor, yeah, Yeah, Tommy Victor's good.
0: An old drummer from Typo Negative, but Johnny, I
1: I met him a couple of times because yeah, no, obviously Typo were from New York City. I've met Johnny a couple of times. I've met Kenny. The only one, and I've met Sal, the first drummer of Typo Negative. The only people from Typo I've never met. Well, yeah, is Josh who, who the fuck knows where he is right now? And I've also never met Peter. Right when I got. And it's even negative. Peter died, which is really depressing because he's one of my musical idols. Yeah,
0: it sucked because um, of typo. Because you know they came here all the time, and the last time they came here, I was like, "Oh, I'll, uh, I'll see them next time." And then there never was a next time. You know what I mean? Because he died after. Yeah, that. I was
1: like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, they played on my birthday in 2009. I'm like, "Ah, yeah, they'll be here next year." Same thing. He died at April So, nope I didn't them
0: Yeah, nope. that's what happened to me too And, uh So I was kind of like I was like, man I should have gone the scene Typo when When they came And Yeah, so now there's never a chance But I've heard uh, Um My friend told me that I guess John Christ Is doing a band I think he said it's called Snakes of Christ And they're playing like John
1: Christ? Really?
0: Yeah, and he's playing like Old dance Like all the old Danzig songs
1: that's so, awesome No, oh, I, I have not heard that
0: yeah he my friends that went to um he lives in in brooklyn and he went to go see uh i'm not sure what i think he said said he wanted to go. i think it was life of agony or something and, okay uh, and i guess the snakes of christ one opened for it i think
1: damn so, that's awesome i'm surprised i, I don't go to that show and he, like, yeah
0: he, he saw uh, Erie vaughn and john christ there he took a picture
1: that's fucking how recent was this
0: last night oh <laughs> i think yeah
1: that's awesome it... no i i wasn't doing much last night i just drank a lot Fucking <laughs> sick yeah the uh
0: so you know it would be kind of i mean it is interesting because danzig kind of made like um Made up with, you know, Jerry only and a bunch of, you know, some other people from his past. So maybe the next, his next round is going to be making up John Christ and Yuri You know what I mean? That'd be
1: really cool if he did. I mean, he's not getting any younger. The, um,
0: the, uh, cause yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know the thing with Rick Rubin, like, there's like bad blood with, with, with them from back in the day. Cause, uh, uh, like I remember um, hearing that, like, um, Danzig got real frustrated with Rick Rubin like, because Rick Rubin just wanted them to do Danzig one over and over again. And Danzig was like, no, I want to do like some different, you know, I want to actually right. put some reverb on some stuff. And you know what I mean? Like, so they apparently they had a lot of fights when Danzig two and three. And basically, uh, from what I understand, Danzig produced two and three and four himself, basically. And Rick Rubin just got a credit on it because he was releasing them, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, I was saying. I don't think Rick produced anything post four, right? What's that? No, Rick didn't produce anything post Danzig four, right?
0: Yeah, no. And from my understand, he barely produced those albums. He only the only one that he really did like with Danzig, like for real, was Danzig one. Copy that,
1: man. That's weird, but that's something.
0: I've heard. uh, I've heard a lot from a lot of different bands that that's kind of a common practice for Krubin does, where he like.
1: Mm-hmm. gets producer
0: credit and he doesn't actually do anything
1: <laughs> right i mean he did that a lot with slayers didn't he what's that because he produced a lot of slayers records didn't he yeah in
0: the 80s he produced um random blood right random blood yeah i don't know did he do um i don't know if he did uh what's the one after um heaven yeah i don't know if he did that maybe he didn't he probably did because it was american records
1: yeah probably yeah that was what Danzig used to be on back in the day yeah almost 35 years ago now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean and i i mean i'm a big fan of all of all danzig's career like i like his newer stuff yeah, to, too and, you know it's like um yeah i think i mean i even i even really love like danzig five you know it's a lot of
1: people hate but yeah danzig five i used to hate it's growing on me recently I still think it's probably his worst record, but I definitely it's definitely wrong on me. I think Danzig Six is really underrated. Yeah. And think, yeah, Danzig Seven is really good. Circle Snakes is really good.
0: Death Red Sabbath is really good.
1: Yeah, Death Red Sabbath is really good. And then, uh, Even yeah, Blacklight and Crown is good. Pretty much
0: the only albums of, well, I mean, I think his worst album is uh, Danzig Sings Elvis. <laughs>
1: yeah because they rushed it to high hell
0: what's that because
1: they rushed it to high hell and it's just i mean
0: it's just if you listen
1: to it it and kind of like know that he recorded it with like old like you know like old recording techniques from like the 60s when elvis was around it kind of makes a little more sense but I still agree. It probably is one of his worst records. Even I mean, even Skeletons isn't that great either. No. I'm sorry. You can strike me down by lightning if I'm bad-mouthing you. but
0: Well, maybe I, I kind of probably need to give Danzig Sings always a little bit more chance because I mean, I've only I don't, I don't think I ever listened to the whole album, but I listened to a few songs and wasn't, didn't like it very much, so I need to give it a chance. But I didn't really like Skeletons very much. Uh, I but um, yeah. So those are the only ones. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I I like everything else he did, but uh, right, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. I mean, and of course, like everything else. I mean, Sam Hain Misfits, like everything up to those. Those are pretty much the only two things that I'm not really big on. You know, right? Why
1: the hell are like all of like Sam Hain's records like impossible to find? Like, I don't nothing.
0: know. Like, and I need, I need They're to gonna- get. I need new copies of them, too, because I have I got the old box set back in the day and I, I wasn't like super gentle with like because it came in like little cardboard sleeves in that old box set. Right. And they've been kicking around, you know, for fucking almost 20 years now. And I like they're like getting pretty beat up. So it's like I really like need it. I need we need a Sam Hay reissue,
1: you know. Yeah, we do. Because the last thing I heard was apparently he wanted to re-record them. Like himself but that hasn't been a thing for a while and this is like going back to a few years from like people like in brooklyn i know from back of the day i mean
0: i don't want him to he, he said re-record i don't want him to re-record this <laughs> oh no,
1: i don't want him to re record them either it's just giving you know the <laughs> record with fucking things up
0: yeah just re-release them and uh yeah like so we can have a we can buy new copies and they can be on streaming i mean he's finally gotten this fucking everything except death red sabbath streaming it's taken fucking forever
1: yeah it has taken forever but Dan- i don't
0: know danzig seven isn't even on spotify
1: yet but it's on youtube like you can stream on youtube yeah right? yeah, yeah 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 i don't understand that Danzig Seven really good too it's i don't remember when that record came out when i was good
0: yeah like uh I just don't, um, I mean, I'm glad the rest are streaming finally, you know? I mean, I, mean I, I own them. I only own everything, but it's like, um, in this day and age, it's like, uh, you know, have like an old iPod, it's half broken, yeah. I can listen to them on, you know, I don't really get a chance to listen to the CD very often, you know what I mean? Like, I'm no. glad I own the CDs, but like, right. you know, you're out and about, like I need to have like available for streaming, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> right. No, no, no. I got you. I got you.
0: Like and mm-hmm. uh, it's funny cuz I was thinking about like with iPods like you can't even use them um, iTunes doesn't even exist anymore. So I mean, how do people like uh no, change not really... How do people change music on their iPods now, you know what I mean?
1: Right. I mean, I have an iPhone, and yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Well, also, I don't think I told you Maybe I did. No, I don't know why I would have told you. But last Saturday, I accidentally deleted everything on my iPhone. Oh, no. must have been automatically updating it, and then it turned off. So I woke up like a week ago, and everything on my phone was gone. It still has your number. It still has a bunch of people's numbers, but a bunch of shit. Like, it deleted all the music I had on my phone. It deleted most of my photos. It deleted most of my text messages. I was able to re-download a lot of it. I mean I'm still missing some numbers but and some things, but dude it was so fucking annoying. Yeah. That's really like annoying. it took me about three days and I fixed it, but it took me three days to fix my phone.
0: Yeah. That's stupid, yeah. Like I mean that's a good thing i having stuff like like I, I have an and I have a Galaxy, but I use the Google thing, so I mean I have stuff saved in my Google Right. Like, which is very helpful, you know, and you need to get a new phone or something, you know what I mean? But, right, right, right. But yeah, that sucks. Like, and then, um, thing that's kind of sucks, like, is, uh, yeah, like, um, it's not easy to get, like, for me, it's not easy for me to get music on my phone because I have a a Macintosh computer, you know, an Apple computer, but I have a Galaxy phone, so I can't, like, plug my phone into my computer, you know what I mean? Right. No, so, like, no, no. no, no. It.
1: <laughs> ah, it's such a pain in the ass. I need to get a
0: a new And uh, I actually planning to a Windows computer like at some point so Right. And this my computer is literally like it's probably 10 years old. My my friend gave it to me. <laughs> like mm. <laughs> it was like I don't update it or anything because I know if I update it, it would kill like uh, the updates would kill it, you know
1: right so Ah, i know that dude
0: yeah i still have itunes on it like i never uh, updated anything like right well that's what i see like on my old computers um my old computer like what i did because i I had an an ipod to change music on it i would just download you can go online you can find old versions of itunes and just down and I'd always just find the old, like the original version, because before they fucked with the, the setting, setup of it. And this is like, I think like iTunes, like 10 or something, like back in the day. Like right, right, like 10 right. 10 years old now. And <laughs> just download that and use that.
1: Copy that.
0: I fucking hate it. I hated the way they changed iTunes, anyways. Like the. Like Ugh,
1: it's so annoying. I mean, everything. It's so fucking annoying. Oh, uh, Carl, be right back. I actually have to. Use the i'll be back in a minute i'm not leaving you I'm just
0: cool. gonna i wanna it. i wanna pause it and i'm gonna do the same so
1: okay copy that i'll be right back okay
0: all right okay are you a fan of like the old uh, hammer horror movies You're...
1: i love a lot of the old hammer horror movies
0: yeah me too like i um i just picked up uh to the devil a daughter just got that in the middle of the day
1: it's a really good movie.
0: Yeah, so their last one. Um, I actually haven't seen it, but because like there was a, some of them like I got into Hammer Horror like when I was probably like a teenager like 16 or something. And back then, right. like you couldn't fucking, I mean, 20 years ago you couldn't find Hammer movies pretty much it was really hard to find them. Like you could find like there were some DVDs like you could find like um, uh-huh. here and there, you know? like i would find right. i could find some here and there like I, I got like horror of dracula and um right like some other ones i ended up so i ended up having like most of them but the thing was that there were certain movies which up until recently just weren't even sold in the states you know what i mean like right um,
1: no i know what you're talking about
0: yeah because there was like the devil daughter and um well even like the devil rides out was impossible to find yeah or, it was
1: hard to find for a while
0: yeah, or um, Twins of Evil and uh, Dracula, the Prince of Darkness. Which that one they did have a DVD at some point because I remember got, I got That's it
1: from. That's the one where Lee doesn't speak at all, right? Yeah, the Prince of dark Yeah, I've seen. I have that one somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: I I remember I rented that. A lot of the Hammer stuff originally I rented them from Netflix back when they used to do DVDs. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. I think I even stole it because I still have both the dvd and the netflix like streaming shit.
0: Oh, nice <laughs> yeah the uh the um that's how i watch most of those, a lot of the hammer movies originally but you know you can find some stuff like i got like a dual pack that has like countess dracula and the vampire lovers you know or like um
1: right like that.
0: um but yeah so some of these ones that you could never find them like I'm picking up, like I got the Devil Rides Out to Devil Daughter, uh, Twins of Evil. Um, right, uh, planning on ordering Dragon Prince of Darkness. Like, try to get all the ones that I don't like, try to complete. My that's kind of one of the things I've been doing recently is trying to complete all the my, horror, my hammer collection.
1: I mean, Hammer's great, so that's a good thing to do.
0: Well, it's night, nice, yeah. I need to get let's see, Brides of Dracula as well. The um, yeah, that's the like, second
1: one, right? The one that takes place after Horror Dracula when it's just the.
0: Yeah, Brides of Dracula is the one that has Peter Cushing but doesn't have Christopher Lee.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I have that somewhere. I feel like Shout Factor or Screw Factor just reissued it because I do have it on Blu-ray somewhere. So if you see that, like, my shelves there. I have a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays there and same with... I I feel like I have it. No, I definitely have it. I watched it. I'm like my birthday i think a year or two ago i'm just trying to remember where it is It's around here somewhere i have so many fucking like i have a <laughs> couple of thousand books and a couple of thousand dvds
0: yeah me too i have have uh i have like literally a library and like on top of like um
1: like a ton of
0: like dvds and blu-rays like i have more like dvds and blu-rays like um than i have like um shelving for so like a lot of them are just stacked up like (laughs) on like a chair and stuff like you know (laughs) like right the um yeah yeah shop factory did do a reissue and their reissues of these movies are really nice they got like these these, like documentaries and shit like yeah uh, the devil rides out one i got was like really nice and has like cool So yeah, I'm planning. Eventually, I mean, I might even just go ahead and get like a full try to get a full set of like the Dracula movies on the Shout Factory because, you know, I just have like old DVDs of a lot of them. You know what I mean? I've had yeah, a lot of
1: them are probably out of print now. I'm sure, right?
0: On DVD. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You can find the Shout Factory ones, but a lot of the DVDs I have are like, like I remember one of them I saw like some like. Was like, there was a period where I think Vampire Lovers was out of print, and that DVD I have that was like going for hundreds of dollars, you know. But holy I, shit, dude. I held on to it, but now it's not anymore, I'm sure, because Vampire Lovers is has there's like a really nice, like Blu ray of it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, that's kind of, I was kind of, that's kind of one of the things that I'm like trying to do, like, is like, uh, work, we're slowly try to, you know, here and there, like, build up my re, you know maybe get all these Hammer movies on Blu-ray because I, I think it's nice right. to have like good prints of them you know
1: no it is I mean Hammer are great
0: maybe Man, maybe some Star. of them aren't entirely worth having a Blu-ray like Scars of Dracula or something but even that maybe you know <laughs> if you're like gonna finish your collection of Dracula Hammer movies you know
1: yeah no I mean Scars of the Dracula is okay I actually think I do have it on Blu-ray somewhere
0: yeah like i mean i have it on dvd i probably would still i'm probably still gonna rebuy it on blu-ray because i'd like to have like a full set of the dracula movies on blu-ray right like like taste the blood of dracula i think is one of the best ones like that one's a really good one that's one that has like um it's like set in victorian england and it's got like this guy who um Mm. like basically is it's like this group of, like, aristocrat, like, kind of, like, merchant guys, like, you know, who try to pretend like they're respectable, like, upper class, you know, like, guys, but they're, like, secretly going to brothels and stuff. And they take part in this, like, black mass that this guy does to uh,
1: Dracula and D72 when they it's now
0: 8072 it, is has a similar setup where you got a guy doing a black mass to bring Dracula back. But that one's set uh, in the modern day, the Taste of the Blood of Dracula is set like in the Victorian era and has to do with I don't lot. think
1: I've seen that one. It's after Scars of Dracula, right?
0: Um
1: because I've seen Yeah, I've seen obviously Horror Dracula, Dra whatever Dracula's brides were, Dracula Prince of Darkness, and the one after the I don't think I've seen that one.
0: Let's see. So there's um I have a book that I see Brides of Dracula, Dracula Prince of Darkness.
1: Yes, I've seen those. Dracula has risen from the grave. Yes, I've seen that one, I think.
0: That one's pretty good. And then and then Taste of the Blood of Dracula.
1: And then no, Scars so of I've, Dracula. Okay, so I have not seen Taste of the Blood of Dracula.
0: Dude, that one's that one's probably like one of the best. Like, it's really good.
1: So I've seen Scars of Dracula. I've seen parts of Dracula 80, 1972.
0: Yeah, that, that and... one's kind of funny, like it's not that bad like um like uh, I like the I like the kind of black mass scene where he brings Rebecca yeah, back back and the then part of that movie. and like Carol Monroe like like is like super hot in it, in it too you know like and he like drinks her blood in school
1: yeah, yeah 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 I mean I don't think I told you because exactly I don't think it ever came up so I so a bar I go to a lot around here it's a Welsh bar in Astoria and the owner is a film professor so he always has lots of cool shit on. He's had some of the weird later Hammer Horror movies on. Like, yeah, he had Dracula 80, 1972 want on, I think, about a week and a half or so ago. I was just there before you and I talked. What did he have today? I think he just had... uh ah, wasn't anything really that good. I'm trying to remember what it was. But he usually has cool shit on. Hence why I like going there, because it doesn't have just, like, the Yankees or the Giants on. right? Which I like that, too, because I'm a Yankee and Giants fan. But he always has cool shit on Oh, right. What the hell did he have on? You no, know, he had yeah, he had on the Satanic Rights of Dracula like a week ago, and then AD seventy two Dracula also. Satana-
0: yeah, Satanic Rites of Dracula is a real weirdo movie. Like, uh, like because it it's un-
1: Dracula request right?
0: Yeah, and it's almost like it feels almost like a weird like um James Bond Dracula, you know? Like it's very like very odd, but I actually like it. I think it's kind of cool. I like the reveal. I've only
1: seen parts of it. I've never seen it in its entirety.
0: Yeah, it's kind of fun. It has it has some cool parts. I mean, I have a... I don't... I, that's one that I definitely need to get a, a a Blu-ray up, because all I have... I have a... You know, like, when they used to release those, like, movie sets that got, like, fucking, like, 10 movies on them? Like, all these, like, public-domain, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. horror movies? Yeah. And they're usually, like, not the best quality, like, pr- prints. Right. Um, I have
1: a couple of those in my parents' house, because yeah I know what you're
0: talking about yeah I have one I got one set like that that actually is pretty good it had a lot of really um kind of weirdo like Euro horror stuff from like the 60s and 70s primarily right and uh yeah. satanic rights Dracula is one of the ones in that like but it had right, some yeah, cool man. ones too like I I'm big I'm a big fan of all the fucking weirdo like Euro horror stuff I'm a big fan of John Roland and and John Ron is right. Like, I think fascination is like one of the is like one of the greatest like you know vampire witch movies you know like, I think it's cool or like um, I All like right, yeah. with Definitely. like Bri- what's her what's her name Bridget um, Lahey or whatever her name is like when she's like stalking she's like wearing her high heels and like has like the skies and is like stalking like down the thing with like such a weird image because she's like naked right. with, like, this, like, cloak on and high heels, but she's got, like, this, like, sky and then she's, like, about to go cut the sky.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: That's a weird image.
1: I mean, this is a little later for Euro Trash, but obviously, you like Zawoski's possession, right?
0: Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Like, the uh, I, um, I got the, uh, umbrella deep blu ray of that.
1: Yeah, I do too. That weird one that, like, they just did, like, a few years ago when it had, like, everything on it.
0: Yeah I, wrong
1: somewhere.
0: yeah, I think we talked about this before. I think you got the that uh, that American ver that other ver the original. I got the umbrella one. Just can't, that doesn't have like the book and everything. It's this, but it has all the
1: same special features as the one you have. Yeah, yeah, no, I do have the one that has the book and all that stuff, which is kind of weird because they were supposed to do other of like Zulowski's movies and they haven't come out yet. Like his, like, first couple of movies in the 70s, but they haven't done any of them, and they sound really good. I wish they would.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see more of his movies. I think Possession's a, that's, like, a masterpiece, like, you know. Yeah, dude,
1: it's so fucking good. Yeah, like, um, and
0: there's another one of those ones that literally, you know, I read about it, you know, for like fucking, since I was a teenager, you know, in books and stuff like that. And you could never find it here in the States, you know what I mean? Like it was impossible to find. Uh, yeah. Unless, unless you wanted to spend, I mean, like a hundred dollars or something by the DVD or, you know, cause I've never really been like a person who downloads movies
1: and something. So no, I don't really do it either. The, um,
0: uh, so it's kind of like, I. it's like, I want to see this goddamn movie and then, Finally, I found that I got the, the, when when that Blu-ray came out that you got, like I didn't, I had, a, I wasn't sure where where to order it from, so I didn't find it, but then I found this Umbrella one. It Was also cheaper because it was only twenty dollars. So Umbrella is like an yeah, Australian I think company. Yeah,
1: about forty-five, I think.
0: But it also has like a booklet and shit, so it's, it's worth spending extra, probably. I imagine. Right. But yeah, the uh, I guess umbrellas—they're an Australian company, but they okay. do all their stuff region-free. So, right? Maybe yeah. they have a lot of cool movies from. I saw. I haven't ordered anything else from them, but um, I might.
1: Uh, so, what else have you watched recently? I watched Solo the other day. Well, Monday.
0: Uh, had you seen it before?
1: Yes, it was the second time I've watched it since I was in college.
0: Yeah, I have I own that. I own the Criterion DVD from it of it.
1: Yeah, I do um, too.
0: It's right. hold on. Yeah, I want. I, yeah, the DVD has has like a whole like book in it. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, The sure
0: uh, it is. Oh yeah, so you have the same one. Yeah. The um, I I I think I've watched it once. I watched it once, like when I got it, like back in the day. I got that probably, right. um, I don't know, it's like
1: 2009, 2010. Yeah, it's when it came out on Cartoon Around. Oh, dude, it's so fucking hard to watch.
0: It's like, it's kind of a weird movie because, um,
1: like, I don't
0: think it's as bad. Be- like, it's 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 kind of hard to watch because it's kind of slow, you know? Like, I don't really find like the, the, the hardest part for me is to watch, is like when they're eating shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's still the part that almost makes me throw up to this day.
0: Yeah. But then and but then but then you learn that, that they the shit I guess tasted real good, so like the way that they, they made it. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it tasted good. But yeah, it's kind of funny. It just looks so gross like them eating shit and um you know, I don't think it's like um as bad as some other movies, you know, like as far as like the violence and stuff. Like it's just like, you know. Right. It's pretty extreme. But it's not it's like for some reason, that one doesn't bother me that much, like, like how, like, I don't know, some other movies might bother. Me. Like, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, just ultra extreme gore movies and stuff like that for the sake of gore. Yeah, but, no,
1: I'm not really either.
0: But that movie's not really that way. It's something different. I mean, I read Marquis de Sade. I mean, I I read Marquis de Sade when I was a teenager. Like, I started, I read some of his stuff when I was a teenager. And I tried I just I rem- paused
1: his 120 Years of Sodom book. That's right here. Hold on. I have it actually. It's. The, um, yeah, I have it right here. Yeah. But I get to read it.
0: I um I've read part of it.
1: I never finished Hundred Days of Sodom. Oh, I think I lost you. Alright, I don't know what I did.
0: That's all right. You but get yeah, there. I have
1: this one that just came like it was the penguin version of it.
0: Well, I haven't seen the penguin. I just have the old Grove Press version of it. I didn't know they did penguin i'm i'm sure that the uh translation is probably pretty good on that
1: it should be yeah, they do.
0: penguin translations are usually are usually pretty good so i might have to pick that up because uh yeah i have um it's funny because i have uh i have two copies because i have a trade paperback version of it and i have an old paperback of the grove like from the 60s or whatever you know like a 70s oh or, man that's awesome yeah. i have i have a full set of Marquis de Sade, like the old paperbacks, like Grove Press did back from the whatever, 60s or 70s, whatever. So,
1: that's fucking so old. I have
0: like, I have like Philosophy in the Bedroom, and ju- there's one that's like Philosophy in the Bedroom, Justine. and Justine, and then the other one's Juliet, and then there's that one. I, 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 a few years ago, I was like, I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to try to read through Marquis de Sade, and I, um, Managed to get mm-hmm. through philosophy in the bedroom, and then I kind of got bogged down in Juliet, Ju- Justine. I was like, it's kind of hard to read this for too long. You know what I mean? You, you kind of right. you can't you can't just sit there and be like, oh, I'm gonna read everything from Marquis de Sade like at one go. You know what I mean? You got you might need to give yourself a break after a bit because it gets a little. Is very Justine simple.
1: is disgusting 120 Days of Sodom is. Uh, I've only really flown through parts of 120 Days of Sodom. I've never read. Any of his other crap. I mean, I know, I know about them, but I've never really read them.
0: I mean, his books are, are kind of, you know, they're all kind of like similar in a way. Like, like a Philosophy in the Bedroom, for example, is real funny because it's like, it's like you got like big sections of the. It's like they're giving like these weird monologues about like their like libertine philosophy and stuff like that, and then they'll be like, "Oh, bugger me in the ass," <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just right. like, <laughs> and just like out of that nowhere, like, like <laughs> <laughs> just like like uh you know you're just like oh my god like uh after a little while you just kind of like you kind of get it's a little wearisome you know what i mean like but Mm -hmm. i still like find a lot of his ideas interesting and um you know like uh justine and juliet are both pretty interesting books 20 days of sada my the my favorite part of that book is is the the beginning like where it's setting up everything because it's like it's got more of like a kind of gothic horror type of atmosphere, like the way he's describing like the castle that they, that they're taking everybody to and everything. It's very much in the kind of gothic horror, you know, realm. right. It's not too far from like the monk by Matthew Lewis or something. You know what I mean? It's just, he takes it a right, little bit right. further with the degradation and stuff that they get up to, you know?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Cause uh, the monk of, by Matthew Lewis is a pretty good one. I read that a while ago, but then I yeah Monk is really good. I found the, I actually uh, have.
1: I got. I mean, it's not in this shelf, but one of my other shelves. I actually have. So Anthony and did did uh, an adaptation of Matthew Lewis's The Monk, and I actually have that English translation of that book. And it's probably one of the rarest books I have.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, I never even heard of that. I didn't know that Todd did that.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I think it's we can't really. Yeah, no, you can see that black shelf from here. It's somewhere in there because I got it, I think, last year for relatively cheap. But then when I bought it, I learned, oh, shit, this is, like, almost impossible to find.
0: Yeah, that's good to find something like that for cheap,
1: you know. Like, Like, I think it was only, like, 50 bucks, but it's literally never been reprinted. So, And it's Arto's only novel.
0: That's crazy. I never even heard of that. Like, I listened to... uh, this podcast I listen to called Art of Darkness and they don't one about Artad and they never, didn't even mention it, probably because it's never been reprinted. Yeah, probably no, it's not well
1: it's not really that well known, which is kind of weird, but like it's almost verbatim. Yeah, Matthew Lewis is the monk, he just changes some of the details to make it more graphic than Matthew Lewis's of the monk is. But it's like the same kind of plot overall. Exact same plot. Still has, yeah, the whole like what the weird i'm trying to remember what the weird nun and and the monk is called but yeah it's the exact same plot that's crazy it's just more graphic but yeah
0: yeah i I found the um a few years ago so i read like i read like um like the dover version of the monk or something Mm -hmm. and then i found that that's like like an exfurgated like they like uh version of it and um i found like a grove press released one back in day it's like it's like an old like paperback i found that had um the unexpurgated version of the monk so it was like the very first printing of it when it was like full like more graphic and stuff
1: right yeah i know what you're talking about
0: yeah so at some point i'm going to reread it just because like i've heard that is pretty different from the
1: the later version that got printed yeah huh i didn't know it was that different but i know what you're talking about
0: yeah, I don't know exactly how much different, but I know it's different enough. Like, so I was like, well, oh, at some point I'll I'll read it again. Like, it's it's an interesting novel, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah no, it's a great novel.
0: Once you get, you have to kind of get in the mode. Like with all those old gothic literature, you have to kind of get into the mode of like the way it's written because it's definitely written in a kind of different way. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: The um, yeah, the thing i've been like i've been like on a real kick of um the full cheese like gates of hell trilogy so i watched oh like, so like
1: the Beyond yeah so uh, i watched what house, house by the cemetery city of the living dead those three movies
0: yeah i watched um house... i'm watching like out of order i watched house by the cemetery the other day and then i watched city of the living dead and, uh, and i'm gonna watch beyond like in the next few nights like, oh man
1: beyond is so fucking good
0: that's my favorite like i think the beyond yeah, that's best movie. i think the beyond is probably one of the if i had to make a list of my favorite horror movies it's probably in my top five because i just think it's like a perfect like
1: yeah movie. it's up there with me too
0: i think like the thing i was thinking about the other day is like what i love about fulci's you know gates of hell trilogy is that it's like balancing like that kind of old school gothic type of feeling like it has elements to remind me of like say like roger corman's like you know poe movies and stuff like that but then it's also still got kind of the 80s vibe at the same time like the 80s gore and you know what i mean like
1: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: like so it's like a good like middle point between like it's not fully like gothic but it still got that and still got 80's vibe. You know, I don't know. It's like right, right, really right, cool right.
1: M- middle point, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, no, those are all great movies.
0: I think they'd be on his best just because it's
1: like has the most like haunting imagery in it. Yeah, it's the most haunting imagery. I think it's all in all probably his best base, because you know even zombie two, zombie two has really good parts, but then or even like House by the Cemetery, then because like, the slow parts, it really fucking drags. Yeah, they can drag it. City of the Living Dead is okay. I mean, I think that's all in all well paced. And yeah, I used to love that movie when I was a kid. I man, I don't think I told you, but when I was in college, I took an English Italian horror movie. So we watched that in college. That oh, really? we watched the Beyond, we watched Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two, uh, Night of the Demon or whatever the movie with Dana Andrews is. Yeah. The Jacques Turnier movie. Yeah. Night we watched a, a bunch good. of really good fucking movies. I'm trying to but yeah, I did write. Oh yeah, I wrote a whole paper about a girl throwing up what, like cow innards or whatever she's doing in *City Living Dead*. When the part, you know, when they're making out in the car and the chick starts throwing up crap. Yeah, she's vomits up her like intestines or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think it was really like cat, like it was some sort of like cow innards or something, and it, she really threw it up. And oh yeah, so I wrote about that. Yeah, back in the day, it was like over ten years ago now
0: well it's it's interesting in that scene though you can see where it cuts to um a dummy
1: like in parts no you can't you can't i did a good job with it yeah but
0: but i mean I, if you're really looking you can tell that there, it goes back and forth between her her like really like spitting up stuff and then when you see like the big like innards being shoved through that's obviously like the very bottom of a dummy face you know it is shoved like a fucking like kidney through you know what I mean <laughs> but it's <laughs> I'm like gonna
1: re-watch it but I'm sure you're right that's yeah. really funny
0: yeah I noticed that when I was watching because I was like yeah you can see the parts where she's like spitting it up but then it will cut like to an extreme like and you can kind of tell like the skin texture slightly changes like where they got it like yeah. pretty close but it's still you know and that, that some of the shots like um like the one storyline with that one with the Bob guy like the, the the guy murders like with the drill in the movie is is kind of yeah un, is an unnecessary like plot point to the movie but um that point that that scene where he kills that guy is pretty like crazy where you're like how did they do this you know because it is really hard to tell like where they yeah it looks pretty yeah
1: yeah the dad like drops his head through a drill right
0: yeah his dad like shoves his head through the drill yeah It's such a weird scene Like I remember the first time I watched City of the Living Dead I was like What the fuck is this this plot line Like he just like fucking murders this guy Like
1: (laughs) Yeah
0: It doesn't have have anything to do with the rest of the movie Really except for they just think He's the guy killing everybody you know
1: like. Yeah I know
0: It's real weird and he's got like a fucking Blow up doll and stuff it's so funny
1: Yeah Yeah
0: Like I think that's pretty much the only part of that movie that you could cut and it wouldn't matter. And that's the thing, like probably in some prints of it, they did cut that whole like plotline. I'm sure they probably
1: did, yeah, yeah.
0: Because a lot of the gore scenes in Fulci movies are done in a way that you, they could purposely. I think they're done in ways that, like, depending on the market, they could cut them and it wouldn't affect the story. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Not everything, but some of the gore scenes.
1: Right, right, right. No, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that one definitely felt like it was like. I yeah, I'm sure it probably doesn't exist in some in some cuts of that movie. You're probably right.
0: But you know, like with the new the blue underground ones, you know, you get the full. Yeah, the full everything. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, I mean, it's it's still it's okay. I mean, and I still love that movie, and I love the ending where they go into like hell.
1: Yeah. It's a great yeah, yeah yeah it's like the best part yeah
0: yeah and i uh, you know uh, like a lot of his stuff's like lovecraftian too you know it's like yeah which i think is cool and i mean in uh in the beyond i like, get are referencing like the book of Avon, which is a uh, clark ashton smith's um book that he came up with oh
1: and, shit yeah i i haven't really read much of clark ashton smith i just got one of his his books a few months ago, but I've been meaning a reading was, yeah, I love Lovecraft. I love Robert E. Howard. I love Autodon Blackwood. I don't know why I haven't read him yet. Yeah. Return of the Sorcerer. That's Clark Ashton Smith, right? I think
0: so. I am. Um, Clark Ashton Smith is funny. Cause, um, he has like a series, like Aver every own, Aver- own or whatever. Like it's like set in like a, a kind of, Fantasy, like medieval France, and that that's series of stories that he does. I like. I think Return of Sorcerer is from that, but um, probably yeah. I, a lot of the other stuff I don't like very much, like because like just straight up like fantasy stuff with like a bunch of silly names and stuff. Like some of it's just kind of right. Like person yeah, as
1: horror shit is better, right? Isn't it? Yeah, the, the, oh, I, 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 I I I I have it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through my shelf. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, the um, I
0: have I have like the there's a book called the Clark Ashton cycle, which mm-hmm. Chaosium did that has all of his like Lo- Lovecraft story like um, mythos stories. And that's pretty good. I like those ones. And then yeah, they have he has like the a- a- Avreone or something I think it's called series. And you right. can buy a book that has all those stories, which I I haven't bought yet, but I plan on getting because um I liked those stories a lot more, but. I know I, right. I haven't really been that interested in in digging into his fantasy stuff because, like you know, like I listen to podcasts where they walk through like some of those stories and stuff, and then they just don't seem like that interesting to me, you know, in comparison right. to like, say Howard or something, you know. I feel like Clark Ashton Smith's fantasy stuff is a lot more like, um, say Lord Dunsany or something, right? Which is just like a bunch of silly names and you know, like. It's like, you know, I'm not too interested. He has some, a few horror stories, which are, or fantasy stories, which are interesting. Like he has one that's like, um, it's it's actually, I guess, set in like a post-apocalyptic world, but it's like a fantasy world, but it's post-apocalyptic. And I guess, um, it has a city that's like run by ghouls. And that was kind of a cool story. Like everyone worships this like death god. But turn and they they like take their, their dead to like this like temple basically, but turns out like it's like the the ghouls have created like this kind of like, you know, system where they're um, taking like the dead body you know bodies so they're they're like you know taking care of people's dead but they're also feeding themselves <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> which is kind For of a cool story. Like Carcass and Steph obviously really liked the ghouls from Lovecraft's world. Cause right, he, throw, he throws them in in a lot of his stories, like, but so did Howard because Howard did that in um, Hour of the Dragon, you know, Conan and the Conqueror, like that novel. There's yeah, 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 yeah yeah, well, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 which is cool. It is cool. Yeah, Robert E. Howard is great.
0: Yeah, I think Robert E. Howard and Tolkien are my favorite fantasy.
1: Oh man, they're so fucking good. This is, I mean, this is probably a question for another day. That when you and I do like a part two or something. So why the hell is? Because you know that's all like it's a a meme. Why the hell is J.R.R. Tolkien or the Lord of the Rings trilogy considered an extremist book like 1984? I don't see anything about it. Is it just because it's very very Catholic?
0: I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. Like um, why like they're why that's become a thing where they're saying like. Like I heard that in you know because like in like Britain they created like some type of like kind of like Orwellian like surveillance service, and yeah, they did. They're like saying that like like things that would cause people to be far right <laughs> when it's was, like Lord of the Rings and it's like doesn't it make any sense. Like
1: I don't I mean it. I know it's very very Catholic, but I don't really see. Uh,
0: maybe maybe because um, he's you know encouraging people to have like decency and stuff i don't know like <laughs> yeah I don't, I
1: don't know either i mean i kind of see because you know 1984 is very much attacking communism that's how england is now
0: yeah i think um yeah you know i think they're trying to say 1984 is a far far a book just because they don't want people to know what they're doing you know what i mean because i feel like the whole system like set up in the west now is like a very orwellian like yeah. 1984 type of system of like double think and thought crime and everything, you know, it's like, like that's yeah. what they're trying to create for us. So, you know, they don't want people to right. read that, you know, I just think it's, I think it's stupid. I think
1: this is stupid. they're
0: just using, they just use the far, the far right thing to like, fucking like, just to like, uh, try to like label like whatever they don't like, you know, I mean, or whoever it is. Yeah. That,
1: it even if it doesn't I mean, I read Lord of the Rings when I was like 10, and I don't remember there being anything really that bad in it. I mean, yeah, I know it's very, very, very Christian. Yeah, so i come on, who was that about?
0: It's, I mean, it's like maybe kind of showing like a traditional mindset, but it's not certainly not like a far right book. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. I think, um, and I definitely know people who are far left who love Tolkien. You know what I mean? Yeah, of I do. Like, Anybody who you know, it's not political. There's nothing political about Lord of the Rings, so it's like idiotic uh, to be trying to saying that. Like, I think it's it's baffling. Like, it's honestly just so stupid that it's like I don't, I don't understand.
1: <laughs>
0: no man, there's a me lot either. I figured
1: in... you would know more than I would, and I would want to ask you because I just saw. Yeah, I saw. Oh, we want to like it was a meme. Oh, want to radicalize your son. Have them read 1984 and Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm like, what? I mean, I get kind of a little bit with 1984 because, like you said, it's what they're all doing now. But Lord of the Rings, it's not really that bad. I mean, yeah, yeah my dad used to read to me when I was a kid. So, Yeah, me too.
0: But I don't think uh, – I don't get it. I don't, I don't think Lord of the Rings is political in any way, you know? Oh, not really, dude. Yeah. I think um... – <laughs> Maybe they're, they're doing it because people were upset about the rings of power thing. Like, uh, oh, you know, you know how people yeah. were like,
1: I forgot about that until you mentioned it. Oh,
0: yeah. God. You know, maybe they're like, oh, like, because the pe- people like Lord of the Rings are like, don't want, like, you know, they like want it to be like more white based. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I mean, I, mean I was always
1: under the impression, like, Middle Earth is supposed to be Europe, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. So it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, in the in the text, like it is Europe, and it's a European thing, and so it's like, yeah, the main characters are white because it's Europe, you know, like,
1: right, right, okay. So I'm not being a dick, right? So,
0: so like, um, you know, like maybe maybe because of the way, like, a lot of the people on the kind of far left think is is like they equate it like if you don't accept like this forced diversity, then you're uh, automatically like a racist asshole. You know what I mean?
1: Right. That's uh, fucking bullshit. But yeah, which, I know is, what you're
0: which is ridiculous. Cause I know people who are like, uh, you know, a different, you know, different color people from who I don't think their ordering should be like this kind of forced diversity. You know what I mean? They're like, cause it's a, obviously right. a European like kind of story. You know what I mean? Like we shouldn't, you right, shouldn't right. be just having like, whoever play whoever like this, this kind of like doesn't make sense you know right it's like oh it'd be like kind of like um let's do a viking movie and have a black character like be the main you know be like a, a viking you know what i mean like Norwegian.
1: Just to, i mean they're gonna do that eventually i hate to say it but
0: yeah but it doesn't make any sense like no it's, it doesn't it's idiotic i mean the i mean they obviously engage with black people because they because the moors had control over spain Right. But uh, you're not going to have like a black Norwegian, you know what I mean, and no, and, and, not like yet. the Viking era, you know what I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, mean, you saw the Northman, right? The
0: yeah, the the Egers movie,
1: yeah, because a lot of people are calling it racist because everybody in the movie is white. I'm like, yeah, they they were all probably white,
0: yeah, I'm it's like, not, not racist, racist. It's... It's,
1: just, it's just accurate.
0: This is accurate. I just hate that. I'm just, like so tired of people trying to force like things. Like, we don't. They don't bitch when you, if you like. Let's say like, um, if you have a a story about black people, they don't bitch that there's no that there's only black people in it. You know what I mean? It's no, the same I thing.
1: We did a movie. What like middle like middle Africa pre slave trade? They're gonna be all black. So who cares? It's yeah. not racist if they're all black.
0: No, it's not racist. If you have a story that's all white, then it's not necessary. Right, 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 right. You know, like, in my opinion, you know, like, it, you're just, like, making something that's stupid, like, the, that's, like, historically inaccurate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, you can, if you're doing a modern story set in, like, New York, you can pretty much, you know, like, cast anybody for anything. You know what I mean? Like... But right, yeah, yeah. it's like middle, age, gonna... middle Earth, you know, middle ages, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't work that way.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. I mean, I don't understand why people are so problematic with it. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, middle ages of Europe. Everyone probably at that time everyone at that time was white.
0: Yeah, unless they, like I said, they they're. The Moors did have control over Spain, so there was definitely some black people in like Spain and stuff. But you know, generally, most of like Northern Europe, for example, was gonna be primarily white back then. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like to me, it just makes sense. Like to have a movie, you know? But these fucking people are bitching out of the Northmen like, "Oh, it's a racist movie, or it's a far right movie, or whatever," because ah, you're showing bad. like all white people and a bunch of very masculine guys killing each other and stuff like but that's just that is what it is that's the that's the point it's a viking movie you know what i mean it's Right. Not exactly. it's not and um i don't you know personally i don't give a fuck that it's like um toxic masculinity you guys killing each other like i like that like that's why i like 80s action movies you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and they're
1: the fucking best so i i got you dude
0: I mean is you know we need some movies and more testosterone in the world, like we don't need any more of this like like I don't know idiotic like stuff that's going on that keep trying to force down people's throats nowadays mhm I agree like they couldn't make they couldn't get away of making like all those eighties action movies anymore, I don't think like commando, yeah, like commando or Cobra or something you know.
1: <laughs> cobra
0: cobra is fucking sick of cobra
1: oh no, it is i know i forget about it right now <laughs> i yeah no, his terminate so that's just all i terminator knockoff just from the cover or even the <laughs> movie cover No, it has nothing to do with terminator, It's just a cop yeah, yeah. no i used to lo- i used to watch it with my father when i was a kid so
0: it it's kind of cool because it's got like a death cult at the center of it it's almost like bordering on a horror movie in a way cuz it's got this like Yeah,
1: no, it's good.
0: Serial killing like death cult like at the center of it, you know, it's like pretty pretty yeah, cool, no. you know.
1: Yeah, it is. No, it's uh, it's underrated. I I actually agree. I actually think it's pretty good. It's one of his butter movies.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's probably my favorite stolen movie.
1: Yeah, man. That's a that's a good choice.
0: And uh Yeah, I
1: have it on Blu-ray somewhere around here. I I have so many fucking DVDs, dude. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like it's some I like, guess somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's somewhere. Around here. Probably in there, I think. Because yeah, I feel like my mother just got it for me for like my birthday or something. Oh shit! My phone's about to die. Oh,
0: well, it's probably close out anyways because I need to get to get to bed. For yeah, what time
1: do you need to get get up, Carl? I mean, it's it's one o'clock here in New York City.
0: I have to be. I have to get up uh, like about around seven. So.
1: All right, copy that. Yeah, it's just time I'm going to get up around here. Yeah. Well, dude, it's great talking to you. I'm finally glad we did it. Uh, yeah, I'm down to come on again.
0: Yeah, dude, oh, i definitely have you on again. We can just shoot the shit again or do a subject or something. We'll figure it out. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll have you definitely have you on again.
1: Sounds good, man, dude. I'm yeah. honored. Thank you very, very Thanks much, for- dude.
0: Yeah, dude, thank you for coming on. It's been awesome talking.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm glad. I'm glad we finally did it.
0: Yeah, me too but uh have a good night dude
1: yeah man you too uh yeah i'll uh, good luck at work tomorrow and yeah i'll talk to you soon awesome dude i'll text you sounds good my dude thank you
0: thanks dude good night
1: fuck yeah dude. thank you